Welcome to you, brothers and sisters. I hope you are doing well today. This is V for Victory Organization's podcast called The Victory Garden. This is where we claim victory every single day. song just gets me fired up. I'm so proud to be a patriot, so proud to defend this constitutional republic, and so proud to be out here as an advocate for veterans and their families. You guys are the heroes in my book, and always have been. No matter what twists and turns and things have pushed in the past, it doesn't matter. You went to defend this constitutional republic And you took your family with you sometimes to do it. And we appreciate what you have done so much that we're out here. As we didn't think one day a year was good enough to celebrate Veterans Day. So over here at V for Victory organization, every day is Veterans Day. Yes, indeed. I know, well, before I get there, know that we have been distributing a lot of the cannabinoid therapy in combating the opioid epidemic and the suicide prevention that has been attached to the opioid problems. So we have been deploying a lot of those, and we ask that you go out to our shop and consider purchasing some of the good for you products from our legacy partner, 4E Distribution as they are legacy partners and really support us from their business as we are a social enterprise recipient, which means we are out here to do good in the world. And this business attached and came along and supported us. So we really want to appreciate them. But no, your purchases of the Good For You products completely support this organization. So go out there and purchase those products and as soon as you purchase them, you'll know within a few minutes of how soon they're going to get to you because the group is really good about providing feedback on the shipping and handling. Shipping costs have went up a little bit with USPS, so just uh, expect about a $10 shipping fee to be added to your purchases. But the good thing is a lot of the products that they've listed on the Good For You products site They show you what individual products would cost, and then they show you what bundling those in uh, getting multiple products and how it can save you those shipping costs. 
So it's a 360 win, brothers and sisters. You go out and purchase these great all-natural USA-made products and the benefit of you purchasing those, you're going to get the benefit of using them. And this organization is going to benefit from your purchase. So thank you in advance. Thank you for all the people like Jim that recently purchased some. And we really appreciate that. Like I said, we've been giving out a number of those bottles to help with um, a lot of different problems. A couple, well, Jim specifically, he purchased some for his elevated blood pressure. Um, We've got Marsha that uh, were allocated some of those as a veteran family member. She's been dealing with back pain and sleeping issues. And uh, Paul G., who was recently on the podcast talking about things, he's had a problem with sciatica. And uh, we sponsored him with some bottles of oil, as well as Paul is actually uh, started in the uh, Opportunity Plus Outreach campaign that is part of our workforce development campaign up under the Transition Home Program. So we've allocated Paul 20 bottles of oil for him to resell to where he can generate passive income for himself to help him towards some of the uh, challenges that he's been facing that you probably heard about on that podcast with him that I encourage you to go back and listen to and go into the description of that podcast that you can listen to through our website at vforvictoryorganization.com. And then you're going to look for the Victory Garden on the menu option. And when you go there, look for that podcast episode that um, we've got up there. Because in the description, we have uh, the link to Paul's GoFundMe page. So make sure to go and check that out because we included it in the description that's available on the website. Again, vforvictoryorganization.com. Up in the menu bar, you'll ch- uh, select the Victory Garden. You'll want to check out some of the changes that have happened to the website. We've continued to update that with new information, new resources, as well as new podcasts. We've redesigned uh, how the blog and the podcast are linked together, so you'll see the blog is now up under the V for Victory Garden uh, tab on the menu option. And then we've put the donate button up under the support option as we have uh, the support there with the shop, with the donate. And then we have our partner sponsors highlighted in the menu because our partner sponsors have been intricate in developing this. So we want to give appreciation to those individuals and those businesses. The businesses have links there. So if you're a business owner or an individual that are interested in sponsoring a need of the organization, please email us and we can schedule a time to talk so we can detail to you what our needs are and we can continue to help further this purpose as we are out here empowering veterans and their families to live a quality of life and overcome the challenges that they face and claim victory. Oh, it's been great. So just wanted to throw that out there. A lot of people have been contacting us asking about what we have seen with this um, debt ceiling approaching with the, uh, the uncertainty 
of the unprecedented nature of a potential default. And I wanted to provide this uh, resource that's that's got a, uh, a good coverage of how veteran benefits could be delayed in June by a U.S. Def uh, default. So I'm going to play this in its entirety, and then we're going to look at having uh, some of this article in our new uh, blog that we're going to post, and it'll have the same title, How, Benef How Veteran Benefits Could Be Delayed in June by a U.S. Default. So I want to go right there to this audio recording right now, as this is the entire article here for you. Brothers and sisters, all we ever ask of you is to share this far and wide with your network, your family, friends, co-workers, your, your cell phone uh, contacts, your email contacts. We need your help to get out there to let people know that we're out here. And as you've seen in our recent uh, blog and podcast post, we're providing great information relevant to veterans and their families. So as we always say, everyone knows a veteran. So please make sure to share this information so those who need it will know what's going on. And now without any further delays, here is the audio recording of the article regarding the how veteran benefits could be delayed in June by a U.S. default. How veterans benefits could be delayed in June by a U.S. default. Billions of dollars of veterans' benefits could be imperiled if the U.S. defaults on its debts, though the full extent of the fallout is uncertain because of the unprecedented nature of a default. About $12 billion in veterans' benefits are expected to be paid out June 1st the same day the Treasury Department has named as the earliest day a default could happen if Congress doesn't act to avoid it. A default would likely delay those benefits, but for exactly how long would depend on the Treasury's next move after a default, experts who spoke to Military.com said. Lejeune water linked to Parkinson's disease affirmed a new larger study. There is significant uncertainty as to what would occur because we've never been there, said Rachel Snyderman, Senior Associate Director of Business and Economic Policy for the Bipartisan Policy Center, the Washington, D.C., think tank that estimated how much money in veterans' benefits is due to be paid in June. At issue is what's known as the debt ceiling or debt limit, which is the amount of money the Treasury can borrow in order to pay the nation's bills. The exact timing of the X date, or the day the Treasury runs out of cash, is a moving target since it depends on how much tax revenue comes in, but Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has warned it could happen as soon as June 1st. Pentagon officials have sounded the alarm about how a default could affect paychecks for service members. House Republicans are demanding spending cuts in exchange for lifting the ceiling. The White House has maintained Congress should raise the ceiling immediately to avoid even the specter of a default and that any talks about spending cuts should be handled separately though President Joe Biden has signaled an openness to clawing back unspent COVID-19 funds as Republicans have demanded. With the deadline fast approaching, Biden and congressional leaders met at the White House last week, and staff-level talks have continued since then. A second meeting between Biden and congressional leaders had been scheduled for Friday but was canceled. Biden and House Speaker Kevin McCarthy, Republican California, are next scheduled to meet Tuesday, Biden said Monday. McCarthy sounded a pessimistic note Monday, telling reporters he thinks the two sides are still far apart and that it seems like, administration officials, want to default more than they want to deal. While the Biden administration and House Republicans have been trading accusations about whether the GOP proposal to slash overall government spending would mean cuts to the Department of Veterans Affairs, less talked about has been how veterans could be affected by a default. The Bipartisan Policy Center's estimate of payments that could be missed, including veterans' benefits, 
is based on analysis of past Treasury reports on its daily transactions, Snyderman said. The estimate for veterans' benefits covers any benefit administered by the VA, she said. In addition to the June 1st payment, another round of veterans' benefits is expected to be paid June 30th. With each additional day that impasse continues, there could be an exponential impact on what that payment delay could look like, Snyderman said. Experts see two possible scenarios for how the Treasury could try to pay U.S. bills after hitting the debt ceiling. In one scenario, the Treasury could choose to prioritize making certain payments before others as cash comes in. In that case, how long veterans' benefits and military pay is delayed would depend on where they fall in line for priorities. Yellen has downplayed the possibility of prioritizing payments, doubting that it is technically feasible. In another scenario, the Treasury could wait until it has enough cash in hand to make a full day's worth of payments in the order in which they came due. Then, if a default happened June 1st, veterans' benefits due that day might see only a short delay, but delays for later veterans' benefits and other payments would grow the longer the impasse lasts. We've never defaulted, and we've never breached the debt limit, and because it's so unfathomable, there's no public playbook for what to do in a situation when this happens, said Mark Goldwine, senior vice president and senior policy director for the Committee for a Responsible Federal Budget. Some prioritization is probably possible, but it would be difficult for them to justify continuing to pay full veterans' benefits and not paying other things, he added. It's possible they would do that. Veterans are very popular. But I think we should assume that at least payments would be delayed. A lengthy default could equate to up to 30% in cuts for non-interest government spending, Goldwine said. In addition to potentially hitting veterans' benefits, about $12 billion in military and civilian retirement pay that is expected June 1st and about $4 billion in military salaries that is scheduled for June 15th could be disrupted by a default, according to the Bipartisan Policy Center. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin alluded to the potential effect on military pay in congressional testimony last week. What it would mean realistically for us is that we won't, in some cases, be able to pay our troops with any degree of predictability, Austin said at a Senate Appropriations Committee hearing Thursday. Administration officials issued similar warnings the last time the U.S. was close to a default in 2021. That year, Congress approved a debt limit increase with days to spare after Senate Republicans agreed not to block legislation. While Democrats controlled both chambers of Congress at the time, they didn't have the 60 votes typically needed to advance legislation in the Senate. The negotiating dynamics are different this time because Republicans now control the House. The last debt ceiling crisis when Republicans held the House and Democrats controlled the White House and the Senate in 2011 ended with an agreement to lift the debt ceiling in exchange for steep spending cuts.